0: Hey, welcome back to Investment Fund Secrets. I'm Bridger Paynton. Today, we're going to talk about market positioning when starting a fund. I've spent the last three years learning from some of the most ingenious fund managers around, and now I've decided to take the plunge and start my own fund. The real question is, how will I do it? With no investors and without an Ivy League degree, this podcast is going to give you the answer. Join me and follow along as I share mine and other stories as we start and build multi-million dollar investment funds. I'm Bridger Pennington, and this is Investment Fund Secrets. Hey, welcome back. So today I'm actually not at my studio, so the audio might sound a little bit weird, but I'm actually in Arizona right now over Thanksgiving break. And something kind of dawned on me, I wanted to talk about an episode that I've, been, I've, I've learned before and, and thought a lot about, but especially applies to starting a fund, is how you position your fund in the marketplace. Um, so you, obviously over Thanksgiving you have Black Friday, Cyber Monday, giving, I mean, they have all these, I mean, there's more money passes through this weekend than any other weekend through the rest of the year. Um, Black Friday is, is insane you look at one of the top players in there is amazon right um amazon i think right now when i last checked one out of every dollar spent online a quarter is spent so 25 cents or 25 percent is spent through amazon which is freaking insane like that is that's unreal how big they are um and uh, so a little bit what I'm talking about today is from a book called Red Ocean, Blue Ocean, and also Play Bigger. But both talk about market positioning when starting a company. But this is especially crucial when starting a fund because I've had a lot of people reach out to me. And, and I'm sure some of you guys listening to this are on our Facebook group. Uh, that's for members that have bought into our mini course. So they're in the group. And we've talked a lot about this in there already. But of uh, man, I, I just, how do you expect us to to play against, you know, Blackstone or KKR, these other big private equity firms or other big investment funds in the world. I'm like, well, obviously don't, don't play against them. That's the, that's the answer. It's not like, it's like saying, Hey, I'm going to teach you how to start a tech company, but I'm not going to teach you how to compete against Facebook or Google, right? We're gonna do something totally different. And there's plenty of money out there if you're not a direct competitor of Facebook, right? So same thing um, with this. So in a, in a book called Play bigger. One of the biggest things they talk about. Some awesome guys wrote it from Silicon Valley. They, um, two of the guys started, helped start PayPal. A few other guys. I mean, they've they've done incredible. You can read the. It's a fantastic book. Highly recommend it. But something they talk about in there is that you don't want to create something better. You want to create something new. A lot of people say, "Oh, hey, I have a better product." That's hard to get an audience switch over to something better versus something new. And I'll give you an example. So. Uh, I'll give you two examples actually so first one is with Google right Google's around Microsoft comes into the to the space and says hey we're gonna create a thing called Bing they spend 1.1 billion dollars developing and marketing Bing, right the search engine they come in and they they pretty much made the exact same product as Google just a I would maybe say a little bit better right the, at least in their minds they thought yeah we're gonna make a, a little bit better product than Google What happened? They launched Bing and it kind of flops. Um, They, I think, have, I think it's around 9% market share. And Google's got like 80, 85% market share. And then you got Yahoo and a few other guys playing in there. So why didn't Bing take over, right? And I'll give you another example, um, a little tweak a little bit. So a different example is Amazon. Amazon right now is obviously the retail giant. We talked about them before, 25% of all online online spend goes through them when they started out though they were what a bookstore right all they did was books online they went up against barnes and noble was the, pretty much the category king of selling books right and they had bookstores all over the country amazon came in and said hey we're not going to try to make a better bookstore we're going to try to do something different we're going to try to move it online and do a completely different experience where you can have the book shipped to your house and quickly Amazon became the category king in that space. So playbaker talks about in every market, there are usually one or two category kings that gobble up 80 to 90% market share. And then the other, you know, 10 to 20% is just all the scraps that everyone else fights over. They fight over the scraps, but primarily you have a category king. So their um, their opinion is this is when they get pitched, they get pitched by a lot of people because they, they run a VC fund. A lot of people come to them and pitch, hey, you know, if we, get, if we get 1% of the online retail market, then we'll all be billionaires. And they go, yeah, that's great, but that's not gonna happen, right? Or if it does, it's gonna be really hard to get there. Um, they hate that pitch. They're like, if anybody pitches us that, the one, if we only get 1% market share, then we'll be billionaires, is they just hate it more than anything. They want people who want are gonna create their own category and become category king. So the, the analogy is, is this, it's red ocean, blue ocean. So red ocean is, imagine... There's a big circle and that's where all the sharks are at. That's where the category kings are established. There's, they're eating, right? Shark, sharks, like imagine bookstores, right? Bookstores, there's category king of Barnes and Nobles and there's all these little local bookshops, and they're all fighting it the The ocean gets bloody, hence the red ocean because of all the, all the eating. Amazon comes through and says, hey, we're gonna make a new ocean, a blue ocean over here that no one's been eating in on online to sell books. And we're gonna to try to pull people from the that red ocean pull customers to our new blue ocean say hey we have a, a new product not diff, not um, not better but new and they pull people over into their new experience right the same thing can happen with funds um, when people I've, I've had I've done quite a few coaching calls the last couple of weeks with people and a lot of them will get on and they they talk me through their fund idea and it sounds great they have a great Um, you know, partners and idea. And I say, well, again, what are you guys doing? They say, well, we're going to do a mid cap leverage buyout fund. And I'm like, really? That's it? Like that's, that's all, you know, if, and if you guys have listened to our previous interview I had with Adam Campbell, he talked about what's your alpha, right? What is, what makes you unique? What is your new or different opportunity? not just better, not saying, hey, we're going to be a a mid-cap private equity fund that does leverage buyouts and we're just going to be better than everybody else. It's like, really, you're going to be better than the other 30 funds on Wall Street that have been doing it for 20 years? Like, yeah, right. I'm going to give my money to them. What's unique about your value proposition, right? How can you create a blue ocean and not fight in the red ocean? Kind of get where I'm getting at with your fund. So instead of saying, hey, we're going to do a mid-cap leverage buyout fund and we're going to be super broad, I would err on the side of being too narrow you want to niche down or niche down however you say however you say that word I don't know if I'm sophisticated enough to say niche but if you niche down um, and to say hey we're going to do mid-cap companies only in uh, Argentina and only in the tech sector. Okay, that's a little bit different. And they'll say, "Well, why, why Argentina?" And you say, "Well, we have partners from Argentina. We know that space better than anybody else, and we can beat them there." And they go, "Oh wow!" To investors, they say, "Oh wow, they they have a, a niche they can exp- exploit, and they have an alpha there." Um, you know, <laughs> the same thing with people. I, I want to be a VC uh, tech fund. Great, right? <laughs> you need to, to niche down to something. Hey, we're gonna do only tech startups in the healthcare industry right? Creating a blue ocean out of healthcare. And we're only going to, you know, invest in entrepreneurs that are minorities. So you have kind of a social cause there, right? And so it's, um, impact investing for the investor, right? To niche down in some way, shape or form. So that's anyways, quick summary of, of play bigger and, and red ocean, um, blue ocean is, is thus is to don't create something better. Create something new and different. And that's how you get out of the space of fighting against Blackstone, KKR, Bridgewater. You know they're they're very those guys. They're big enough to the. They're too big, right? So they have to they have to get broader and broader. If you look at how they started, they usually start very niche, just like Amazon, right? Amazon started with just online books, and then they expanded. I don't know what their next move was, but a little bit bigger and then a little bit bigger and now they're just like, okay, we'll sell anything on Amazon. But they didn't start that way, right? They started just with books and they grew as they became a category king. They went and got the next category and the next category and they got bigger and bigger and bigger. And I would suggest you doing the exact same thing with your fund. My fund right now is super niche. Like we only do short-term bridge loans for entrepreneurs looking for less than you know X amount of dollars, and only from certain, um, sources, right? Like we are super niche. Like I don't, I, I have no competitors in my space because of how niche we are. We're almost too niche and we're, we're broadening right now, um, because we're growing. And so, but, but I have become the category King of a super small little niche, like a, um, you know, I've become the big fish in a small pond. You don't want to be the the small, small fish in a, in the ocean. Right. Um, anyways, that's today's thought. I'm in Arizona. I'm flying back home and we're going to do a couple interviews next week. It should be exciting. Um, and if also, if you ha- or if you aren't in the Facebook group, we, I go live once a week in there and answer questions. Um, if you want to learn more, go to investmentfundsecrets.com. You can learn more there, but love y'all. Happy Thanksgiving. I hope the holiday season is awesome for you and you can get planning, start planning right now for 2020 setting goals and get ready to to freaking launch. Let's go. Okay. See you guys. Love you. Bye. Hey, what's going on? I know a lot of you out there are starting funds or thinking about starting funds and something I was so grateful for was having mentors. When I started my first fund, I had people to turn to and to ask questions. And so what I have decided to do is make the same thing for you. So what we've done is compiled a lot of interviews, things that I've learned, my personal pitch decks that I've used to pitch investors and put it all into what I call a mini vault. So in there, I deep dive into Forex funds, into real estate funds, how to structure them, how to structure deals, how to find investors. And I try to go deep to help mentor you to help you start your first fund. And in addition to that, we have a private members group on Facebook that fund managers are getting together on there and talking and working through problems together. So this is interesting to you if you wanna get involved and get some help right off the ground, go to investmentfundsecrets.com for less than a hundred bucks. You can get started and get into the mini vault. And I would love to see you in there on the Facebook group and talk with us. Thanks. See ya.